Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And the people opened to give her passage to the throne of the king. So she said, Delay the stroke yet a while, O head of the magnanimous. I am she claimed by Shagpat. Surely I am the bride of him that is master of the event. And the hour of bridals is the hour of clemency. The king looked at Shagpat, perplexed. But the eye of Shagpat gazed as unto the distance of another world. Then said he, We shall hear naught from the mouth of Shagpat till he is avenged. Until then he is a silent with exceeding wrath. Hearing this, Norna ran quickly to a window of the hall, and let loose a white dove from her bosom. Then came there that flash which is recorded in all traditions as the fourth of flashes of thunderless lightnings, after the passing of which hundreds of fakers that had been awaiting it saw nothing further on this earth. Down through the hall it swept, and lo, when the kings and the people recovered their sight to regard Shagpat, he was, one side of him, clean shorn, the shaven side shining as the very moon. Surely from that moment there was no longer aught mortal in the combat that ensued. For now, while amazement and horror palsied all present, the genie Karaz, uttering a howl of fury, shot down the length of the hall like a black storm-bolt, and caught up Shagpat, and whirled off with him into the air, and they beheld him dive and dodge the lightnings that beset him from the upper heaven, catching Shagpat from them, now by the heels, now by the hair remaining one side of his head. This lasted a full hour, when the genie paused a second, and made a sheer descent into the earth. Then saw they the wings of Kuruk, each a league in length, overshadowed the entire land, and on the neck of the bird sat Shibla Bagarag, cleaving through the earth with his blade, and he sat on Kurok as the moon sits on the midnight. There was no light save the light shed abroad by the flashes of the blade, and in these they beheld the air suffocated with Aphrites and genie in a red and brown and white heat, followers of Karaz. Strokes of the blade clothed them, and their blood was fire that flowed over the feathers of Kurok, lighting him in a conflagration. But the bird flew constantly to a fountain of earth below and extinguished it. Then the battle recommenced, and the solid earth yawned at the gashes made by the mighty blade, and its depths revealed how Karaz was flying with Shagpat from circle to circle of the under-regions, hurrying with him downward to the lowest circle that was flaming to points, like the hair of vast heads. Presently they saw a wondrous quivering flash divide the genie, and his heels and head fell together in the abysses, leaving Shagpat prone on great braziers of penal flame. Then the blade made another hissing sweep over Shagpat, leaving little of the wondrous growths on him save a top-knot. But now was the hour struck when Rabbiskaret could be held no longer serving the fairy in Achilles. 
and the terrible queen streamed in the sky like a red disastrous comet and dived eagle-like into the depths, reascending with Shagpat in her arms, cherishing him, and lo, there was suddenly a thousand Shagpats multiplied about, and the hand of Shabili Bagrag became exhausted with hewing at them. The scornful laugh of the queen was heard throughout earth as she triumphed over Shibili Bagarag with hundreds of Shagpats, illusions, and he knew not where to strike at the Shagpat, and was losing all sleight of hand, dexterity, and cunning. Norna shrieked, thinking him lost, but Abarak seized his bar, and leaning it in the direction of Aklis, blew a pellet from it that struck on the eye of Aklis, and this sent out a stretching finger of beams and singled forth very shagpat from the midrids of semblances, so that he glowed and was ruddy, the rest cowering pale, and dissolving like salt grains in water. Then saw earth and its inhabitants how the genie Karaz reascended in the shape of a vulture with the fire peak, pecking at the eyes of him that wielded the sword, so that he was bewildered and shook this way and that over the neck of Kuruk, striking wildly, languidly, cleaving towers and palaces, and monuments of earth beneath him. Now Shibla Bagarag discerned his danger, and considered, The power of the sword is to sever brains and thoughts. Great is Allah. I'll seek my advantage in that. So he wheeled Kuruk thrice in the crimson smoke of the atmosphere, and put the blade between the first and second thought in the head of Rabiskarat whereby the sense of the combat became immediately confused in her mind, and she used her powers as the fool does, equally against all, for the sake of mischief solely, no longer mistress of her own illusions, and she began doubling and tripling, shilvibararag, on the neck of monstrous birds, speeding in draggled flightiness from one point of the sky to another. Even in the terror of the combat, Shibli Bagarag was fair to burst into a fit of violent laughter at the sight of the queen, wagging her neck loosely, perking it like a mad raven. And he took part, and swept the blades rapidly over Shagpat as she dandled him, leaving Shagpat but one hair remaining on him. Yet was that the identical, and it arose, and was a serpent in his head, and from its jaws issued a river of fiery serpents. These and a host of Aphorites besieged Shibli Bagarag. And now to defend himself he unloosed the twin genie, Kiravijus and Virajrush, from the wrist of that hand which wielded the sword of Aklis, and these alternately interwound before and about him, and were even as a glittering armor of emerald plates, warding from him the assaults of the host, and lo, he flew, and the battle followed him over blazing cities and lands on fire with the slanting hail of sparkles. By this time every soul in the city of Shagpat, kings and people, all save Abarak and Nurna bin Nurka, were overcome and prostrate with their faces to the ground. But Nurna watched the conflict eagerly, and saw the head of Shagpat sprouting incessant fresh crops of hair, despite the pertinacious shearing of her betrothed. Then she smote her hands, and cried, Yea, though I lose my beauty and the love of my betrothed, I must join in this, or he'll be lost. So saying to Abarak, Watch over me, she went into the air, and as she passed, Rabiscarat was multiplied into twenty damsels of loveliness. Then Abarak beheld a scorpion following the twenty in mid-air, and darting stings among them. Nurna tossed a ring, and it fell in a circle of flame around the scorpion. So while the scorpion was shooting in squares to escape from the circle, the fire-beaked vulture flew to it, and fluttered a dense ring which swallowed the flame, and the scorpion and the vulture assailed Nurna, that was changed to a golden hawk in the midst of nineteen other golden hawks. 
Now as Rabbiscarret came scudding by and saw the encounter, she made the twenty hawks a hundred. The genie Caraz howled at her and pinioned her to a pillar below in the desert, with Shagpat in her arms. But as he soared aloft to renew the fight with Norna, Shibli Bagarag loosed to her aid the slaves of the sword, and Abarak marked him slope to a distant corner of earth, and reascend in a cloud, which drew swiftly over the land toward the great hall. Lo, Shibli Bagarag stepped from it through a casement of the hall, and with him Shagpat, a slack weight, made it out of all power of motion. Kuruk swooped low, and on his back Baba Mustufa and Shibla Bagarag flung Abarak beside him on the bird. Then Kurak whirred off with them, and while the heavens raged, Shibla Bagarag prepared a rapid lather, and dashed it over Shagpat, and commenced shearing him with lightning sweeps of the blade. "'Twas as a racing wheel of fire to see him. Suddenly he desisted, and wiped the sweat from his face. Then calling on the name of Allah, he gave a last cunning sweep with the blade, and following that the earth awfully quaked and groaned, as if speaking in the absmal tongue the mastery of the event to all men. Aklis was revealed in burning beams as of a sun, and the trouble of the air ceased, vapors slowly curling to the four quarters. Shibla Bagarag had smitten clean through the identical. Terribly had Noorna and those that aided her been oppressed by the multitude of their enemies, but in a moment these melted away, and Karaz, together with the scorpion that was Guralka, vanished. Day was on the baldness of Shagpat. End of chapter 23 Recorded by Rick Cornwall.